dad was just on the verge of cutting loose with his emotions. You could tell like his chin was trembling. He was reaching, you know, for his handkerchief because he was about to lose it emotionally. He was about to turn on the waterworks. And before that could happen, the lead photographer started barking out posing directions. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, my name is Tammy. I am your host for the Complete Guide to Wedding Photography for Couples Getting Married. This is the podcast, guys. I am so happy you're here, and I want to personally extend a warm welcome to you. Thank you so much for tuning in today to learn how to set your wedding photographer up for success and how to eliminate all of the obstacles and challenges that you didn't even know you might be creating for your wedding photographer. If you like today's tips, I just want to remind you that there are about a thousand others just like it in my book available on Amazon. I believe that your photographer's brain power should be used in creating beautiful images on your wedding day, not solving problems that may or may not relate to photography. So, Get educated and learn how you can set your photographer up for success on your wedding day. So listen to this podcast and purchase that book, guys. I want you to know that I finally got back on my bike yesterday. I had inadvertently taken a break from working out since July And I just wish I had more self-discipline in this area. I really despise the lulls in my exercise routine. I wish I was better at staying on track, but I just have peaks and valleys of exercise time. I get tend to get so wrapped up in my work is usually what throws me off. And I have... I tend to have a really hard time at getting back on track. But yesterday, I got back out on my bike. And actually, I was only able to take a short ride because when I got ready to 
to go back out on my bike, my uh, tail light was dead. So I had to wait about half an hour for that to get some kind of a charge on it so it would work. So then by the time I was able to get back out, I only had enough time for about a 10 mile ride. But the point is, I did get out yesterday and was able to start my exercise routine. So I'm going back out today. I'm not letting yesterday's start end with yesterday's uh, 10 mile ride. But I want to know, how do you stay on track? What are your secrets? How do you keep your motivation up, you know, to keep going day after day? How do you prevent yourself from getting into these, you know, extended periods of non- exercising. So let me know. Message me. Email me. DM me on Instagram. Let me know what are your secrets for staying on track with your exercise routine. Let's get on with today's episode. Documenting versus controlling your wedding day. This is from a wedding photographer's perspective. So why is this important? Why would this be important to you as the couple? I believe this should be important to you because you want to be able to reflect back fondly on your wedding day and remember authentic memories, not fabricated moments that the photographer created for you, okay? You don't want to be directed through each tender moment of your day. So if you haven't recently been married, and if you have been, but you didn't have a photographer who worked this way, let me explain what this might look like, what I am trying to help you avoid. So a lot of times in today's wedding photography world, there are wedding photographers who try to make every image as beautiful and as perfect as possible. But in doing that, they are giving you a lot of direction and scripting a lot of moments. They are setting these moments up. So, for example, your mom helping you into your gown. So instead of letting this be a totally organic, free-flowing moment, they are telling you where to stand. Um, And it might sound something like this. Okay, uh, mom and bride, I want you to stand here. Now, mom, place your hand here. And hold that. Okay, look here. Now each of you smile. Okay, now each of you look at each other. Now bride, look out the window. Mom, can you cry? Seriously, you might be asked to or prompted to cry like you were, you know, Oscar winning actresses. Now touch her face. Now hold hands. Now hug. Now spin her around. And I don't believe that moments like this on your wedding day should be scripted or 
that you should be verbally directed through the whole process. These moments should just let, they should just be let happen. How do I even say this? They, They should just, the photographer should just let these moments happen and document them as they happen, you know? And if they're facing the wrong way, so be it. The photographer should be skilled enough and prepared enough to photograph that no matter which way they're facing. If they're not facing the window, they should have, you know, in their back pocket, a a strobe flash so that they can backlight that from the window and, and provide flash opposite the window so that it's not so dark. They should be prepared for that. This is the way that I think it should look. And this is the way I would shoot mom helping you into your gown. I would not offer any advice because then my couples would lean on me for advice the rest of the day. I would not tell them to get into the gown anywhere as long as I would have uh, room to move about and as long as there would be some sort of available light. If I need to add additional off-camera flash, I make that decision. Then I photograph the moment happening. I don't open my mouth a single time. I let mom and daughter have their tender moment and try to fade into the background as much as possible. That way, hopefully, when they look back at these images, they will remember what they felt like. This is most important to me. What they were thinking and what they were saying to each other and what they were excited about and so on. Not what the photographer was telling them to do, where to look, whether or not to smile and what to do with their hands. You know, what's more important? The way the couple felt on the wedding day and the way that they will feel when they are looking at those images or whether or not those images were picture perfect. Okay? So, Another example might be a first look. Again, all I do is pick a location and give a few pre-first look instructions before anything happens. Stand here and look this way. Your bride or groom will come up behind you and get your attention. I will not interrupt in any way. I will keep photographing what happens until you let me know you are finished and we will have 10 minutes for this first first look. I have photographed, I have photographed weddings with other photographers working as their second shooters. So what this means is these are not my couples. I'm working for another photography company as their second shooter. And I have witnessed during the first look, say that, say the bride and her dad, and literally bride comes up behind dad and she spins him around and dad was just on the verge of cutting loose with his emotions. You could tell like his chin was trembling. He was reaching for you know, for his handkerchief, 
because he was about to lose it emotionally. He was about to turn on the waterworks. And before that could happen, the lead photographer started barking out posing directions. And I, in my head, was like, what are you doing? You are interrupting this very emotional moment between dad and daughter, and you're ruining this. So what do you think happened? Dad immediately choked back his tears. He did not ever cry during this first look. And he immediately started following the lead photographer's direction to pose, to put his hand here, turn her this way, pick your chin up, turn her chin down, all these directions. And he never got to release those emotions he was feeling. So what do you think they are both going to feel and reflect back on when they look at these images from their first look? Not, oh my God, my daughter was so beautiful. I'm about to give her away. I love her so much. I cried so hard. I hadn't cried that hard in years. That's not what he was going to think. He was going to think, oh yeah, this is about when I was about to lose it in front of my daughter, but the photographer interrupted me and started posing us. Um, Another example might be getting ready. In the getting ready, whether I'm with girls in their getting ready suite or I'm with the guys in their getting ready suite, I'm not telling anyone where to sit or to stand or to be. I'm not telling the hair and makeup artist where to set up. I'm just there to document, not to control anything that happens. I am shooting the day for my couple, not for my portfolio. But you can bet your bottom that I am looking for incredible award-winning photos while I'm shooting. So In a way, I am shooting for my portfolio, but I'm not doing it in a way that I am going to ruin my couple's memories or moments. And in my very humble opinion, I believe that when a photographer wants to control the narrative and set every photo up so that it's quote unquote picture perfect, I believe that the photographer is being really selfish. I think they are shooting more for their portfolio than they are for your memories. Yes, they might, might be creating better images, but at what cost? The cost of your memories? Wouldn't you rather want the experience of a wedding day with a photographer that let you enjoy your wedding day to the fullest? without constant interruptions, directions, and scripting? Wouldn't you rather want the experience of a wedding photographer who was able to capture the story of your wedding day in beautiful, emotive images without disturbing your memories and imposing their expectations on your wedding day? Let me repeat that. Wouldn't you rather want the experience of a wedding day with a photographer that let you enjoy your wedding day to the fullest without 
constant interruptions, directions, and scripting. Wouldn't you rather want the experience of a wedding photographer who was able to capture the story of your wedding day in beautiful emotive images without disturbing your memories by imposing their expectations on your wedding day? A photojournalistic or documentary wedding photographer who is good at what they do can capture amazing images without staging every moment. They can find amazing composition without creating it. And if you don't believe me, just go to fearlessphotographers.com. There are hundreds of photographers in that international photographers group doing just this. If you're having a moment, any moment, be it a dance, ironing your tie, sharing a piece of cake, putting on your veil, shoes, cologne, or cufflinks, the minute someone impedes to offer posing advice, they are abruptly pulling you out of that tender moment. They are pulling you out of your private thoughts. They are disrupting your organic memories and disturbing your wedding day recollections for eternity. Does that make sense to you? You can never get that back. You should want to hire a wedding photographer and a videographer who is going to let you have as many of your own private moments, thoughts, memories, and recollections as possible. You should want someone who is going to document your wedding day, not control your wedding day. When I approach a wedding day, I try really hard to have an open mind. I try not to pre-visualize any shots aside from the sunset portraits. And sometimes I get really excited about those. I don't know what is going to happen at your wedding day. I don't know the story that is going to unfold. So therefore, I can't have, I don't have any expectations for any of my wedding days. I approach each wedding day with an open mind. And again, I don't control, I document. All right, guys, that is it. I know that I have listeners from all over the world, but I would love to know who you are. I would love for you to share a screenshot of wherever you're listening to your Instagram stories and tag either Complete Wedding Ed or Add a Girl Photo. If you want to know more about my book, the podcast, or my wedding photography, you can check that out at completeweddinged.com or adagirlphoto.com. All the links to all the things are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you have an electrifying day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. 
Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.